Blog Talk Radio. What's up, partiers? What kind of night is it? What? What? Tell me what they're doing. What? Brother! What? Ooh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, finally, the Fuzz and Travis Show has come back to your week, little lives. This is the Fuzz and Travis Show. Let this be a sign.com, facebook.com, backslash Fuzz, that's with three Z's, and Travis. Fuzz, how you doing? What's shaking and not stirred? Taking care of business as usual. Everybody, as we you. got Don Mateo on the line. Daddy. Hey, hello, Don. Say hello, Don. Okay. Hello, Don. We'll move on. Donnie boy. We'll move on. Tonight we're talking about the Hall of Fame. Some people may call it the Hall of Shame. But those people, those people can just uh, go straight to you know where. Disney World? We're talking about, of course, Auburn University. Auburn. Profanity. Auburn. Sorry, right, venues. <sighs> I'm tired. I'm an old man. But it's good to be back on the air with all you fatheads out there. The second Fuzz and Travis show, Jim Barney, Hall of Fame class. Pretty excited about it. Hall of Fame, Domitay, I'm just going to tell you this right now. Hang up and try calling back. Donnie boy. We love you, Don. The Jim Barney Memorial Hall of Fame. With such a glamorous introduction. Folks, the greatest actor of all time. Better than Tom Cruise. Better than Tom Hanks. Better than Tom Sawyer. Better than Tommy Lasorda. Anybody else you can think Great of? Great in the bottle. Nope. You pretty much summed it up there. Um, just as a rundown of our previous class last year's 2015 inaugural class. Obviously, Jim Barney goes in. Uh, the Nature Boy, Rick Flair. I mean, of course. George Washington. George Washington, of which I've been to his house twice. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And 
Chris Farley. Oh, heck yeah. What? Donnie Boy, can you hear us now? Dr. Mateo is on the air, buddy. Don, say a little something in the microphone. A little something into the microwave. (laughs) That's Don Mateo. He gets me every time. Donnie Boy. I'm coming live from the Thunderground. Hanging out with uh, my Led Zeppelin record staring uh, John Bonham right in the face. He's looking at me right now from the grave. Yeah. John Henry Bottom. Bottom. Bottom? John Henry Bottom? Yes. He'd kill me for saying that. He'd kill me by looking at me. You make the rocking world go round. Wrong band. Although they're great. They did make an appearance on the Real Deal Random 10 this week. Queen did. Don't know if you guys know that or not. but uh, So are we going to this concert, the desert? The desert? Have you heard about this? The concert out in the desert? No. On California? Coming in October? Travis, try and keep your pants on uh, when I when I tell you who is performing. Bob Give Dylan. Give it to me. Bob Dylan. <laughs> Roger Waters. <laughs> Neil Young. The Who. And the Rolling Stones. Wow. I, it, A lot of this there. <sighs> it's a war over the shore, I, baby. I uh I could procure your tickets by the way if you need them. Four hundred dollars is all I need. Woo! Yeah. So when Rolling Stones up go, there, so can I, I yell out "Play G7" and I'll know what I'm talking about? I would hope so. G7. I've really, you know, here's the thing. I've really gotten into the Rolling Stones lately. Never listened to them much, but lately I've just been. I'm like, you know what? This is a really important uh, rock and roll band. I, I've really gotten into the history. Of rock and roll, uh, starting really with the 50s, uh, when rock and roll first started, and listening to that early, early stuff, Chuck Berry, and that that different sound that was just starting, because all music today, all music today, is because of rock and roll. Have you seen the documentary I told you to watch yet? No. Muscle Shoals, telling you. I need to. I need to. Rolling Stones but, uh, recorded there. Booyah. What blew my mind? What blew my mind? I was, I have, there's a, there is a film critic in London that I listen to uh, very often. And uh, he, it, you know, you struck, it's strange when you, I always thought that Muscle Shoals thing was just kind of a local, oh, they're showing it in Florence, give us the history and stuff. But then I was listening to a show one day, and he reviews, he critiques that film, and love it. He enjoyed it. He, he thoroughly enjoyed it because he's a music fan. But it's just strange when you're listening to a London program and they're talking about Muscle Shoals the movie. Yeah, so well, let me just tell you, you watch that documentary, it's gonna blow your mind because pretty much every song that you've heard, it's like gotta have that sound. 
like any kind of yeah. Motown artist. It was recorded in Muscle Shoals by a bunch of white boys that looked like <laughs> they could be our uncles. <laughs> uh, to be fair, you've never seen my uncle, either one of them. Well, I'm not talking <laughs> about your uncle, Goon. You're from Missouri. I literally have two uncles, one by blood, one by marriage. The one by blood, of course, has a, a French accent, and I hardly know him at all because he lives in France. The other one and he's, lived down and the he's street going from the me my entire life. Oh. Exactly. The other one lived down the street from me my entire life, and I hardly know him. Um, he's got sort of a thin mustache, and uh, he's a nice guy. His name's Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> Reggie. Right. Like, legitimately, legitimately, I know your mother better than I know him. <laughs> God bless him. So, uh, okay, this kind of leads me into a question that I have. You know, we don't have to go into a whole thing about this. I'm sure, I'm not going to ask your name, your all-time favorite song, because that's ridiculous. But... I'm, I'm going to wait till you guys probably think of one song that belongs on your top ten songs of all time. What song definitely belongs on your top ten of all time? I'll go. I'll get. I'll get the ball rolling. I know. I know one song okay. that's in my top ten. It's "Shout" by the Osley Brothers. It's a terrific. It's a fantastic song in so many ways. I've heard about three different versions of it. I've been listening to Fifties on Five on uh, Sirius Satellite Radio lately. And uh, yeah, and so I've been listening to that a lot. And sometimes you don't usually hear the same songs over, but that's one that several different groups did. And so I've been hearing different versions of it, and they're pretty much the same, but just like with a little bit of a twist. And so it's yeah. been kind of nice hearing like these different versions. So I've really liked it. Yeah, I look up the uh, footage on YouTube of the Isley Brothers, like it's 1957 or 59, but it's just, man, it's so, it still sounds so modern, it's still, it's terrific, it just transcends the decades, it's fantastic. It's fantastic in Animal House, but. Oh, I agree. I agree. I'm on a shaft. Now, are you talking about as far as top ten favorite songs? Are you talking about uh, songs that are, we feel are just important to rock and roll? Your favorite. I feel like this like, could be an episode. Dear and dear to my heart, this, this is all my top ten. Give me a minute to think about it. Travis, why don't you go ahead and answer? Um, anything Led Zeppelin played. Uh, but I will say <laughs> – um, Uh, nobody's fault but mine. Led Zeppelin, ramble on, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Down with it. Love those songs. Oh yeah, love them. Pretty big fan. Buzzy still thinking. So I put myself on mute to wash my hands, and I didn't have a towel in here. So that became very problematic uh, because I couldn't touch my phone. So I just had to wipe it off with my T-shirt. Anyway, so as far as, like, top ten favorite songs of all time, obviously I I, I have a very – you guys know this – I have a very unusual – very unusual 
taste in music. I, I'm kind of all over the place. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I could listen. I, I could put shuffle on right now, and I could listen to EDM. I could listen to uh, Chuck Berry. I could listen to Weird Al Yankovic. I could listen to Dick Justice singing the blues, some old-timey folk music. It, I mean, it's all over the place. I, I, in fact, I had an ex-girlfriend who went through my iTunes one day and just said, I, I, just, I don't get it. I don't get it. None of this makes sense. <laughs> It's okay. It doesn't need to make sense for everybody else, as long as it makes sense to me. I know what I like, and when I hear it, I'll let you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I'll throw this one out there. This is a song that I, I was listening to the other day that, to me, every time I hear it, I just have to stop on that song. Um, Don, are you a Neil Young fan? A Neil Young fan? I've listened to, I've gone back and listened to, I believe this is one of his 80s albums. Uh, I can't recall what it was, what it was called. Um, I'm, I can't call myself a fan because I don't feel I don't feel like I've listened to enough of his music. I, uh, I I haven't listened to a ton of his music, but w- yeah. I've listened to a lot. And uh, the song "Heart of Gold." Every time I hear it, I mean it's just one of those. It's just such a good song because the guitar is great. The lyrics are just so like. I'm not a lyrics guy. I don't care to sit here and tell you what the meaning of heartbreaker is. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> I like the melodies. So I'll sing along with the song, but I'm singing along with the melodies. Cause that's what I care about. I like the melodies. Sure. I like the guitar. I like the harmonica, just everything about it. The soft drums in it. It's just, man, it's just so good. It's just so good. It never gets old. It, every time I hear it, it's almost like I'm hearing it for the first time. That's good stuff. I'm glad you, I'm glad you guys could think of at least one. Didn't leave me out in the, in the dust. I know that's, a, that's a tough question, but I feel like there's always to do the whole ten is a completely different story because as soon as you're getting to like, you, as soon as you put five or six on there, you start going, oh my gosh, I have to cut so many and all this sort of thing. But yeah, usually there's you, always you don't one. Wanna, that's for sure. You don't want to leave for sure out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as I mentioned before, one of my favorite songs of all time, though, "Tornado of Souls" by Megadeth. Once again, don't really care about <laughs> lyrics, but once you get to that, that guitar solo, oh my goodness, man. it is the best guitar solo I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like one of those things. I hate that. I hate that discussion of, you know, who's the greatest guitar player of all time? Which is stupid. Marty Friedman. That's just a dumb. <laughs> I, I just don't like those arguments. You asked those discussions or anything. Yeah, but I mean, it's like it's a it's a completely the, what oh, what guitar so do you like your taste? It's so subjective. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. it, what's your criteria? Bad, you know, is it is it technical skill? Is it you know number one hits? Is it what? Yeah, it's it's so subjective. <laughs> but we we say all that. Yeah, right. <laughs> We say all that to say this. Tonight's the Hall of Fame, and this is the official Hall of Fame. There is no other Hall of Fame, and every other Hall of Fame that there is, baseball, football, WWE, uh, tiddlywinks, whatever you got, they are not the true Hall of Fame. This is the true Hall of Fame. (laughs) Uh, Aren't there like Hall of Fames in Cleveland and things like that? I mean, come on, Cleveland? Really? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. 
Now, I, I, who is who is the the father of rock and roll? The father Lumber. of rock and roll. Who's the father of rock and roll? Who is Dolph Lundgren for 500? <laughs> oh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. Yeah. Where's Chuck Berry from? St. Louis. Shouldn't it be here? About time. Somebody I mean, from St. to Louis me, why is plug it Cleveland? Can anybody answer that question? Why is it in Cleveland? Because Cleveland rocks. <laughs> right, Drew Carey. They gotta have something in Cleveland because everything else is terrible. Shouldn't have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Somebody give me, call me and give me a reason why that's in the Rock. It's in Cleveland. I don't understand. But anyways, we digress. Uh, who's going first on this little uh, endeavor? Woo! Okay. Uh, Rick Flair, it is. Oh, it's me? All right. Sweet. <laughs> First on the marquee. Run down the, uh, Travis, if you don't mind, if you'd run down the list so that everybody can refresh. Who we put, uh, put in last year? The 2015 All right, the first, inductees. The first ever entrance into the, 20, uh, to the Jim Barney Memorial Hall of Fame, obviously, is Jim Barney. Number two would be the nature boy, Rick Flair. Number three, George Washington. Number four, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, and number yeah. five, Chris Farley. Chris Farley, everybody. What a Hall of Fame. There you go. Quite a now, Hall of Fame. Now, do you want to uh, – are, are we are – we're, we're putting in how many people this year? Uh, let's see – we did five this year, but I think we're going to go ahead and do three apiece. We're expanding it. Uh, unless you'd like to trim it down and do two apiece. I'm okay with that. What do you guys think? Uh, Exclusi- exclusivity? Or should exclusivity. we start opening the doors? Donald I think we Trump. do two apiece. Oh. And then if we can, if we have time, we'll do a, a, a one that we might can all agree on. We may throw one out there just so be thinking of a third that we can vote on whether or not he gets in, and that way we'll add six, or actually we'll add seven, possible. But the seventh will be voted on. We're throwing. We're the throwing six. And then two each, and then, uh, all right. A, a possible six. Gotcha. So there we go. me. <laughs> You're up, broski. I'm up, broski. All right. Um, I'm going a little off the beaten path here. All right. Because that's just what I do. A man that uh, – Surprisingly, didn't make it last year on the first ballot, but uh, this year, there's almost no way he can't, and that is quite possibly the greatest man other than Jesus to walk this earth. I'm talking about the one, the only. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about 
Gus Malzahn. No. I'm talking about Paul Bear Bryant, everybody. Oh, Bear. man. Uh, apparently, that was that was going to happen tonight because I that was going to be my first choice. So, there you, there go. you go. We're on the same well, page. Get your, get your backup choices. Get your backup choices ready. On the same page. Love it. Well, <laughs> the entire studio's Fayetteville is currently under uh, extreme stress. Everybody's panicking and, and running around. Run over there. Hurry. Let's go. Run over there. Make sure you write down our pick. We've got to Everybody's smoking cigarettes back up in here. Obsessively. Got to get crazy. Uh, Bear Bryant. Um, obviously, six national championships at his alma mater speaks for itself. Uh, this is a man who loathed Tennessee and hated Auburn even more, which obviously makes him one of us. Um, once played an entire game against Tennessee with a broken leg. So there you go. I mean, come on. Yeah. I didn't I mean, know that. Is what I mean. The man. Like, the only way you could beat Bear Bryant is if he died, which he had to, and that's the only way that anybody else is going to get a shot. He was just that awesome. So fired up. So fired up. What a way to kick it off. What a way to kick it off. There you go. Guys, I I want to... I want to briefly uh, just interrupt here, talk about a little St. Louis wrestling. Let me tell right. you guys, I, re- I really wish the two of you were living in St. Louis right now because there's just so much good stuff going on right now. Every weekend. Next weekend, I'm already planning on going to two shows. Two shows next weekend. I could be going to a show tomorrow, but I have plans. Uh, tomorrow there are three events. Let me, let me just run down for you guys. What's going on the next couple of weeks here in St. Louis? Let me run down for you, okay? Uh, tomorrow, we have Harley Race's promotion, World League Wrestling. Leland Race versus superstar Steve Fender with your special guest referee, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Okay? Wow. A uh, junior heavyweight title tournament final, John Webb, uh, who is one half of the Dynamo Pro Tag Team Champions and part of, also – uh, part of the 2015 Missouri Wrestling Revival Tag Team of the Year, John Webb will take on Jaden Phoenix, uh, which is going to be a great match. And uh, also they're advertising Kyle Roberts versus Kareem. I believe his last name is Briganti. $10 at the door. Uh, 30 if you want to get the uh, meet and greet with Ricky Steamboat. So check that out. That's out in Troy, Missouri, about 15 miles, 15 minutes down the road from me here. We'll be going to that. I already have plans. Also, there's World Powerhouse Wrestling out in Campsville, Illinois. They got Curtis Payne versus Damian Blade for the heavyweight title, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a big World Powerhouse Wrestling <laughs> fan, but if you're in the Campsville, Illinois uh, area, go check it out. That's 10 bucks. Uh, there's going to be a, a tag team match there for the tag team title. Scar and Victor Cortez versus Wapo Chancho and a mystery partner, so... There you go. Oh, I can't make this up. Hall of Fame. Legitimately, I want you guys to come up. Hang on. I know. I know. 
I want you guys to come up this summer for one of those shows just so we can go and make fun of them. It's bad. It's legitimately <laughs> worse than – well, I'm not going to even mention them. Also, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. down at the South Broadway Athletic Club, you've got MMWA Wrestling, uh, who is – they've been there for years. Kevin Lee Davidson, one of my favorite wrestlers in town, uh, will be taking on A.J. Williams and Demarius Jones. It's a three-way dance. They also have the family, Prince Moses and Damian Cortez versus the Eternals, Brandon Espinosa and Ace Hawkins. Uh, let's see what else we got. Big Jim Hoffers and Moondog Rover versus Jimmy D and a mystery partner. So that should be interesting. Brandon Espinosa and Ace Hawkins are very good. But next weekend, we got St. Louis Anarchy running Friday and Saturday at the Knights of Columbus in Anarchy. Illinois. Guys, Davey Vega takes on Evolve superstar TJ Perkins. That's going to be awesome. Gary J. Gerald James himself. Traveling all over the southeast, all over the Midwest. Gary J coming home. He's going to be taking on Jonathan Gresham, another great wrestler. The Hooligans, Devin and Mason Cutter versus Team IOU. Team IOU actually is from Nashville. Nick Iggy and Kerry Awful. Uh, that is the Tag Team Contenders Tournament. Also, one of, one of my favorites, the Viking War Party, will take on Roscoe Eat Lisa, the team of Zach Sawyers and Mikey McFinnigan. Fifteen dollars in store, with... everybody. Ten in advance. What were you saying? Thought you're fixing to go some Maki Dunn on us. No, 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 no. I did let those folks know that I have more followers than them today, though. The following nice. night, we got three shows. I'm not going to run down all of them, but I'll run down St. Louis Anarchy. Another great card. Matt Fitchett, uh, who is the Anarchy uh, champion, takes on the winner of. The previous night's uh, matchup of Davey Vega and T.J. Perkins, so my guess he'll be taking on T.J. Perkins. Tag Team Contenders Tournament Final, the loser of Vega Perkins' uh, match on 520 versus Jonathan Gresham also. Uh, we got Gary J. versus Trick Davis. Paco Gonzalez versus Andy Dalton. Guys, a stacked card. Andy Dalton all the way from the Cincinnati Bengals? No, Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton all the way from uh, Dirty Andy Dalton. Uh, not from uh, the Bengals, but he, he, uh, he's making his way up. I believe he's based out of Texas. I could be wrong. But, guys, we got two great nights of wrestling next week. I can't wait for next Friday night. I can't wait. And World Powerhouse Wrestling is also running next Saturday. Uh, SICW is running next Saturday. So, guys, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm in over my head now, guys. Can't stop now. Sounds like it. As they say, can't stop, won't stop. Plus, you're gonna have a great like time. I've been hanging on the edge of all of your updates. Awesome. Brass. Thanks, man. You know, I've just been having a blast, dude. I'm 30 years old. I'm seeing more wrestling than I ever have in my entire life. I'm open with it. I'm telling people, hey, listen, if you got a problem with me like in pro wrestling, get the heck out of my life. It ain't changing. I like what I like. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. 
sick and tired. Get off my life. my life. I'm sick and tired of living my life trying to hide the things I enjoy. Amen. Amen. Are we ready for that the next said, entry in the Jim Varney Hall of Fame? Let's get the next entry for the Jim Varney Hall of Fame in. <laughs> the Jim Varney. Here it is. Jim Varney, everybody. Maybe I am insane, and maybe it's time for you to find out how insane I am, yeah, right now, yeah. The second entry into the 2016 Jim Barney Hall of Fame, Memorial Hall of Fame, is the Macho Man, Wow, Savage. Wow. It's it's infectious. You stole mine, so now I'm over here panicking. Who am I going to put in? <laughs> wow. What a coup. What a coup. It makes me feel, it makes me, I mean, it makes me feel good, though, that, you know, that I was on the right track. That, you know, how can you disagree now that without even coming together and planning this out, we have picked the same people? It's just the way it is. It's just, it should speak highly enough of that individual. You know, Don Mateo and I have had our, our spats over the years. As uh, many of you who are listening know, I am not easy to get along with. But uh, Travis and I have not. And uh, Travis and Kevin, obviously, you know, you guys are brothers. We all feel this camaraderie, this uh, sense of family together. And I think it's appropriate that we, we are just on that wavelength. Obviously, we are all just soulmates. That's what it is, soulmates. You guys complete me. Thank soulmates. You guys. I just love that wonderful drop. It made that so maybe easy. Maybe I am insane. Maybe I am <laughs> insane. And maybe it's time for you to find out how insane I am. Yeah. Right now, yeah. People, so as you know, people definitely think I'm insane when I deliver that promo in the mirror at the public restroom at work. You know what? Do what you want to do, brother. Do what you want to do. <laughs> now, as you guys know, I, I've been I've been watching uh, the Monday Night Wars from the very beginning. I started with uh, the very first Monday Night Nitro, September of two, uh, 1995, and I picked up Monday Night Raw there. Uh, eventually, I, I want to go back and watch the beginning of Monday Night Raw from 93, 94. But for now, I'm watching 95. I'm into 96 now. And Macho Man, you know, he's in the main event. He's still teaming with Hogan in WCW. Hogan is really lame. I mean, at this point, Hogan is just really, really lame. But Macho Man, dude. Macho Man was just absolutely killing it. And last week uh, on the episode, he's talking to uh, he's talking to this <laughs> executive from WCW who's threatening him, saying, "Listen, Macho Man, you you are going over the top. We're concerned about you. You know, we had to handcuff you last week for your own good." The Macho Man is, is getting very angry. His blood is boiling. Gene Okerlund is trying to calm him down, and he looks at this guy and he goes. You ever hear of an open hand slap? And I was like, do it. Do it. Do it. 
just the man. Everything he did was just awesome. Just awesome. He's he phenomenal. was so real. He is like you watch him, and you just think this is what it would look like if somebody was wrestling for real. Like this guy goes in there to fight you. Yeah, and it, it makes me think no of what uh, Hogan said at his uh, when he was inducted. You know, uh, people I probably have their own feelings about him doing it, but like what he said about him. You know, especially gave him the example about this interview he was doing when they were the Mega Powers. And how he would, he he basically like just told him like Hogan to step it up and get like, <laughs> you know, give it a hundred percent or something like that, like really get into it. He, he wasn't buying what he was selling or something. He just made him step up his game. Like this person's crazy. He is crazy. He out show yet? He absolutely is crazy. Oh yeah, right now. <laughs> uh, like I've never heard uh, a interview. I've never really heard a Macho Man interview, even the bad ones, where I was like, that was no good. Even in the bad ones, I'm like, gosh, he's so awesome. <laughs> because you felt it. It's the same with Dusty Rhodes. We've talked about it. Same with Dusty Rhodes. When you watch a Dusty Rhodes promo, you feel it. When you watch a Ric Flair promo, you feel it. Ricky Steamboat. Heck, even Sting. Back in the day, Sting's promos were crappy. But still, like the guy made you feel it. Yeah, I watched. I watched a main event. It was a tag team match: Sting, Luger versus Flair and the Giant. Okay, Sting. I mean, let's be honest. Sting's an all right wrestler. He's fine. Luger's not very good. But those guys together just had so much charisma, and just like everything they, even the little things they did, you're just like, man, this is awesome. And of course, having Flair in there doing his stuff just was great. You know, I mean, he's he's gonna make everybody look like a million bucks. One one great crazy. spot. One great spot. Luger throws Flair. No, Flair throws Luger into the ropes. He he gives him a chop when he comes back. Ric Flair turns his back on him, looks over at Sting, flexes his his uh, biceps like, "Look at me, I'm the man." He turns around. Luger's staring right at him, and Flair just goes, "No, no!" and drops to his knees and he's like, "No." That's great. That's oh, great. You know, Ric Flair's still pretty great, even now. But I I forgot about how awesome he was. Man, he was good. Um, just keeping stats there. Uh, Macho Man is the third professional wrestler to go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Mama says it be that way sometimes. Steve, and Steve Austin uh, predates. Him going in, I mean that's a pretty high company there. Uh, Bear Bryant is the first coach and football-related uh, inductee into the Hall of Fame. So there you go. Woody Woody. You know, I, I dare say that this so far this uh, stepping on each other's toes. To speak, and kind of the opposite, I suppose. It, uh, it seems like it's a whole other level of osmosis. We don't live near one another, but we're sitting here kind of taking, like, Fuzz takes Paul Bear Bryant, you take Macho Man, and so it, it kind of leaves me like I should pick one that I think you guys would pick. <laughs> it seems like that's the way we're going right now. 
uh, I don't know how this is happening. It's kind of freaky. Hey, this is yours, big guy. You're up. Is this is this you <laughs> okay. telling me that you're putting like Stan Musial or like Tony Larusa into the Hall of Fame? Is that what you're doing <laughs> right now, Bob Gibson? Heck no, I'm being selfish. All right. Yeah. I, I don't think you will. Uh, hopefully, you will not be disappointed. I do not want to disappoint you. But since Done. my my wrestler, the only time listen, the only time you've ever disappointed me is when you started dating that wench of a woman. But other than that, you have a staunch record of not disappointing me. Continue. I look forward to telling her this. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell her myself. Are you guys ready? Are we ready to do it now? Hey, you're putting an identity. Woman in behold, there. I say. <laughs> We're ready. Okay. All right. Well, this is going to be one of the greatest sellers of all time, and people often say this this man or this Dolph Ziggler is like this man, and then I tell them to watch their stinking mouth. Uh, I know this, this is going. Mr. Perfect. Kurt Hennig. Yep. My next pick for the Hall of Fame. Oh. Nice. Uh, the Hall of Fame just became uh, perfect. <laughs> I know I sound like a, a, a terrible, insufferable hipster when I say he is one of my all-time favorites. But the man, I, I will I will tell you to go back and watch. Uh, I think it was his one of his early 90s bouts with Bret Hart where he sells mm-hmm. – as an adult, you understand how important it is to sell, and the man sells a mm-hmm. sharpshooter. It's the most one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. He sells that sharpshooter, and I've I don't think I've anyone seen anyone other than maybe Stone Cold who sold it as well. Uh, it's a it, shame it a that his son has just become so horrible. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. I can't decide if it's because <laughs> of the company or because of he's just not that good. I, I just think he's not that good. Oh, he's definitely not his dad. But, you know, you can't necessarily fault a man for that. When the father's the perfect. fourth professional wrestler into the Jim Varney Memorial <laughs> Hall of Fame. Uh, fourth. He's in. When Brock well, Lesnar... One Brock Lesnar Things, uh, phrases of your athleticism, then you have truly accomplished something. And that did happen. You know, I thought Brock Lesnar was already in our Hall of Fame. I guess he wasn't. He is not. I don't think so. Don't tell him he's not. Oh, okay. Don't tell him he's not. I don't don't want that on my head. Mm Mm-mm. Buzz is just an advocate for the show. Buzz is just an advocate. I, I'm just an advocate. Well, you know that, uh, you know, once we get to the next pick, you'll be up again, Buzz. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, man. Not that we have to rush the pick. I'm just saying we're on our second through. So. No need to rush. No Speaking need of rush, rush, Leo Rush. Leo Rush, if you guys not have not heard that name, L-I-O-R-U-S-H, Leo Rush. When you're done listening to this podcast, hit the YouTube machine and take a look. A fine young man, a fine wrestler. Follow him on the uh, on the Twitters and all that good stuff. Leo Rush, you're the man. A fine young man. I'm going to send a shout-out to Fred Yeha as well. So there you go. Hey, Fred Yeha, everybody. We need to get on the show. 
Fred, Fred Yehi, can I say this? Not yet a Hall of Famer, but one day I can definitely see him going into the Fuzz and Travis Show Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, uh, Don, Don has not had the uh, pleasure of seeing him yet, but now I, I will throw this out there, guys. I will be going to Tampa, Florida uh, the beginning of June. Evolve 62 and 63. I'll be going to those shows uh, with Sea uh, Hump down in Florida. Nice. I'm flying down there. Haven't gotten my vacation days approved yet, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going. I'm going. I got to go. I, I got so hooked at WrestleMania weekend on Evolve Wrestling and just how great their performers are, how great of a show they put on. Travis, you were at two of them, right? Yeah, you were at both of those shows. Yes. Phenomenal. Now you you had never watched any Evolve wrestling before, had you? Uh, other than that, what y'all watched at uh, my mother's house back around uh, the Bradley Dupree bash, but very that was little. not Evolve. That was not Evolve. But anyway, uh, it was because the DVDs were at, at our house the other day. That may have been Ring of Honor. Maybe so. But I don't other have than any that, no. DVDs. Um, and and, and w- you would admit, right, that this is a very different presentation uh, compared to, you know, your WWE, your TNA, your Ring of Honor, your oh yeah, WCW, whoever, ECW. Very different. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yes. It is it is the future of wrestling. This is how wrestling should be presented. It's Don, you would gosh, Don, you've got to watch it. You've got to. You would love it. Zack Sabre Jr., Chris Hero. Oh man. Drew Galloway. Johnny Gargano. Oh, just one name after Fred Yehi. Just oh man. Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle, bro. Donnie boy, you would love it. Oh no doubt. No. I uh I have complete faith in your taste. Thank you. I'm, I, that means a lie coming from you. Thank <laughs> 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 you. when it comes to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Which is all that matters. Is, it, is right? it my turn yet? My turn yet? <laughs> it is. Uh sure. It's your turn whenever you're ready to take it, brother. You know, I kind of gave away uh, a name that I wanted to induct this year, and Brock Lesnar, please forgive me because it's not you, and uh, please nobody tell him. Please nobody <laughs> tell him. <laughs> but a man who, in all estimations, is one of the most feared men to ever play the game of baseball. A man who... When he was pitching, that was his plate. Tim McCarver said when this man was pitching, he never went to the mound to talk to him. And if he tried, he said, go back and do your job. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Hoot, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson. You're fine. Angry, mean, Full of vitriol, a great, 
great, great baseball player, a former Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> I can't. Bob, I, I, I can't make this up. Uh, if if you guys want to know a little, a few statistics, I can pull them up for you. Would you like to hear some of these amazing What's stats? Let's get. Let's get. All right, guys. Bob Gibson, of course, Hall of Famer. I just, I prefer to call him Hoot, but uh, a career two point nine one ERA. Okay. A yeah. an ERA plus of career of one twenty seven. Now one hundred is baseline. Hundred is league average. His career was one twenty seven. And in 1968, he had an ERA plus of 258. That is dominant. That is dominant. In 1968, his hits per nine innings, 5.8. He was giving up less than six hits a game. He gave up 0.3 home runs. Per nine innings. 7.9 strikeouts per nine innings. This is all 1968 right now, okay? 268 uh, strikeouts a year that, that led the league. Six intentional walks, only 62 walks on the season. The man's ERA. Donnie Boy, you want to guess what his ERA was that year? Uh, No, I cannot. <laughs> Literally, no. Just throw throw a number out there. I will embarrass myself if I try to guess if you already I will be honest. Okay, let, let me let me let me put it into some perspective for you, okay? Okay. Uh, please. Okay, so for the twenty fifteen season, your Cy Young's National League and American League. American League was Dallas Keuchel with an ERA of two point four eight. Jake Arrieta with an ERA of 1.77. Okay. Now, throw it out there. Give me your guess. What, what do you think Bob Gibson's ERA was in 1968? Could you please tell me? <laughs> Travis, would you like to venture a guess? No. <laughs> 1.12. The lowest in the That's modern insanity. era. That's insanity. That's insanity. And we're not talking Lynn sanity either. It's just plain old insanity. <laughs> he was an all-star. He won the Cy Young. He won the MVP. And he won a gold glove. 1968, Bob Gibson had the best year possibly of any pitcher that has ever walked the face of the earth. Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Bob Gibson, everybody. A Fuzz and Travis Show Hall of Famer. Crazy stats. He got him a bunch. Got him. Got him. Got him. You know what I think about all those stats? Maybe I am insane. Maybe I am insane, and maybe it's time for you to find out how insane I am, yeah, right now, yeah. (laughs) I just love that, though.
Jerry Flynn from WCW? <laughs> I think so. Uh, I think Fuzz, with all the sports-related uh, inductees, I'm pretty impressed. Thank you. Pretty impressed. Uh, I, I felt very up. strongly about those two candidates. You know, I felt very strongly about that. They're great candidates. And, hey, Tremendous. And hey look at Bob Gibson breaking the Fuzz and Travis, Travis color barrier. There you go. Because Shattered. guys, we're all inclusive. Shattered. Shattered it. Loaded up. We do. It's what Set we do. on fire. Whole building's on fire now. I am Lander. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> another another great drop. Another great drop. The fourth member. Uh, I kind of blew it. I should, have, I, should have, I should have done. What I should have done is pretended to induct Ann Landers and then said, oh, I'm just kidding. Anyway, moving on. We we, we are running <laughs> short on time. We have ten minutes to get through two more inductees. Your, uh, well, let me your tell you, host here, I think myself, I has think been very long-winded. I think, you set us, I think you set us up for a, an hour and a half show. Oh well, we don't have to go when I'm an app, but I know you, you young ladies, you mistake, you you're a failure. We'll see where we go, and you're terrible at what you do. You're terrible at what you, you do. You young ladies, continue, and we will see where we get. All right, inductee number two. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Inductee number two. I, I've really debated. And kicked around here um, because it's a prestigious award, um, and and I've got two choices, and uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and go with this this one. And I know it's going to sound like nepot- it's going to sound like nepotism, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and throw in the name Bradley Dupree. The wheelchair oh, legend. Oh, man, the wheelchair legend himself. That's awesome. The Hall of Famer. That's awesome. Now, we're going to have to have a ceremony for him at El Raposo. Uh, I'm down. Next time we're all together to officially induct him, we can – oh, man, we're going to have to do this up. This is going to be great. We're going to have to get him uh, like a medal. We can get him like an Olympic medal. In fact, I'm going to look that up right now. <laughs> That will be wonderful. You ladies talk amongst yourselves. I'm, may, I'm on. I'm on the hunt right now. I may shed a tear or two. That's okay. At the ceremony, we dude. Can we? Can we do this? Can we like like have an entire ceremony with like all the old people at El Raposo, where we induct him into the Travis Show Hall of Fame? We can put this on. We can stream it live on Periscope. <laughs> I'm down. I'll take man. vacation days. 
I'll take vacation days just to come down for a weekend and do this. I'm down. I love that No, you're 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 imagining it, aren't you? Like getting all these nurses, <laughs> they wheel wheel all these old folks into the into the uh, the uh, die, activity okay. room. Yeah, exactly. To get all these old folks in the uh, in the uh, activities room, so that these morons can induct their brother into some fake Hall of Fame <laughs> on their website that nobody visits. They're in this Hall of Fame. These are perfect from not really Oh, these nurses are going to ask, and we have to be like, "Well, George Washington, uh, Rick Flair." <laughs> Randy Savage, Ernest. What's bad is I know exactly who, like, who says, like, there's, like, one's, like, Stone Cold, and then there's, like, George Washington. Yeah. Please. <laughs> wonder who said that one. What idiot said that one? Uh, who's who's more of a, who's more of an American, though, you know? I don't know. <laughs> Debatable. Uh, Debate-able. <laughs> I'm glad I could give you so much joy, guys, on my second pick of the 2016 Cousin Travis Hall of Fame. It's a solid Heck yeah. One. Oh, man. The whole entire podcast about the wheelchair leg. Can I borrow $2,500 from you guys? <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? There is an eight. This is official Athens Olympic Games 1896 gilt medal of the participants for the original case. Very rare item. Wow. That is awesome. I'm surprised it's not more than that. Somebody's selling it on eBay. This is really cool. Well, you guys ready for the final pick? I'll induct E. Or do I, is that me? Or are we going to do the shared thing? Well, you you no, got no, one it's, more. It's you. Uh, you've got one more untested pick, and then we all three will come up with a third that we will vote on, just to see who gets in. I see. Okay. Well, you, let's do this. Uh, well, for a moment there, I thought Travis might steal my thunder. Uh, I thought he may go with the first. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, this will be the first female inductee into our Hall of Fame. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Okay. If it's Hillary Clinton, so, I'm going to throw up on myself. So. <laughs> well, I, I, am a, I am a smart, but I'm not suicidal. This will okay. be a lady. The first, the first, if I'm not mistaken, the first uh, actor or actress on Seinfeld inducted into our Hall of Fame. A lady who has brought lady Jim Duggan. myself. <laughs> a lady who's brought fun and myself much entertainment, much joy and tears over the years. That would be Miss Julia Louis Dreyfus as a lady. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Wow. Now, now, hang on. Are you inducting Elaine Bennis or Julia Louis Dreyfus? I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in Julia Louis Dreyfus because she was in Christmas Vacation as well. Okay. There you go. There and, you go. And but many of her new shows, I don't know if you tried them, her new shows are funny as well. Veep? Yeah. Very nice. Uh, that and uh, nice. The New Adventures of Old Christine is actually pretty funny too. 
won Emmys. Haven't seen it. A legitimately funny lady. Oh, yeah, she's hilarious. She was on SNL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but there was the – they did a mock of the Democratic debate of Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton, and she – they announced – this is a – uh, an editor, a publicist, or whatever from uh, from New York, and his Elaine Bettis came up and asked them both questions. And of course, do you believe you and I watched that together? Head. We did. I believe so. If not, we we talked yeah. about it. Yeah, I think. No, so. we didn't watch it together. It was, uh... We watched Ronda Rousey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is that is my. Uncontested pick for the Hall of Fame. Wow. There you go. She goes in. Booyah. Well, congratulations to the uh, uncontested Hall of Fame class of 2016. A lot of firsts uh, tonight. Uh, yeah. I feel impressed with Could ourselves. Be? This is the Fuzz and Travis show, and that's what we do. Could it be the Fuzz and Travis show is growing? You know? Uh, mature. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Hey! Think with flying fin. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we've come to the portion of the Hall of Fame where we all put forth uh, a, uh, a possibility of going into the Hall of Fame, and uh, we will vote. To see who goes in. Um, so, but aren't we there? All you go, Fuzz. The guy that we named. We could, uh, but you know, more than likely, one of us will be more impressed with at least somebody else's. Or we can make a rule that you can't vote for your own. How <laughs> do you feel? I mean, I'm just going to throw Chuck Berry out there. That Chuck Berry, Don, you got one. I, I, I'll go and throw mine out there, and, and it may be unfair because it's actually three people. I'm going to throw out the three Stooges. Oh, not bad. That's a pretty good one. in together. It's a pretty good one. Don, what do you have? Well, uh, Travis kind of just inspired me. Do we have McFoley in there? Another three, three-piece on Oh, man. Negative. That's tough. Now, I will say this in defense of Chuck Berry. Uh, a quote from John Lennon, if you had to give rock and roll another name, you might call it Chuck Berry. Hmm. Well, with that being said, that being said, I do feel almost obligated to vote for the Three Stooges. <laughs> you know what? Who am I? Obviously, I mean, growing up, I dare say I was the biggest Three Stooges fans of all of us. So how could I complain? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> oh, I said it. How dare you? Okay, you know what? I said it. I'm, I'm going I'm to challenge you right now. Name every Stooge. Every Stooge. Uh, as in every Stooge. everyone that ever was a Stooge? Everyone. Okay, you got Moe, Larry, and Curly. You got Shemp. You got Curly mm-hmm. Joe. I feel like mm-hmm. there's another one. I mean, I don't know why it matters. 
the lighter ones are terrible. Joe Besser. Joe Besser. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> terrible. So, I never, you I didn't never even said know. to be a fan you, of that. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. It's the three stooges. It's not the it's not the five or six stooges. Listen, you either like the stooges or you don't, Don. I'm not gonna sit <laughs> here and have you I'm not gonna sit here and have you, you know, talk down about the later years. Okay, maybe it wasn't the best. Okay, maybe it, okay, maybe okay. it was past their prime. But Joe Here's Besser, the question. Here's Joe the question. Was a, okay. Here's the question. Paul Bear Bryant, Mr. Perfect, mm-hmm. Macho Man Randy Savage, and Joe Bastard. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Joe Bastard in the Hall of Fame. We're going to do that. We're going to do that to our Hall of Fame. Okay, Joe Bester and Curly Joe Dorita are not going to be in our Hall of Fame. Okay. I think uh, I think we should stick with Curly, Moe, Larry, and Shemp. The four big ones. Got it. You <laughs> think got it? Ah, uh, uh, this was fun. I mean, the other guys were only around for a very short time. Actually, Curly Joe Dorita was around for eleven years. <laughs> Which is incredible. Yeah. Well, I mean, in an episode in a Hall of Fame where you have to turn down, I feel kind of bad we've had to turn down Mick Foley now. But definitely in the future. And I'm going to go ahead and call it Kevin Owens is probably is a future Hall of Famer, as far as I'm concerned. You know, I, he had crossed my mind tonight. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's but I agree. Just that, that man has stolen my heart. When he so screamed, when he screamed, I hate you at Dean Ambrose. I was, I was in love. You know what I like is when he gets beaten down, and the next time he comes out, he starts dragging his leg, selling an injury. It's like, wow, nobody does it anymore. Nobody sells an injury. Yeah, they don't. You have to be invincible today. <laughs> Gosh, one of my biggest pet peeves. When did you do it? When did you do our biggest pet peeves in wrestling thing? When did you do that for a topic? Not bad. So is that so, are we, we agree on that, Stooges? I like I, it. I mean, I, I mean obviously. I like it a lot. You're down, Fuzz? I'm down. And your final inductee into the 2016 Hall of Fame, the Jim Varney Memorial Hall of Fame, the Fuzz and Travis Hall of Fame, are the Three Stooges. Very nice. So you probably like four Stooges, but the Three Stooges nonetheless. <laughs> Holy cow! Like I'm looking at at their Wikipedia page. Every last one of them died in like a terrible manner. Mo died of lung cancer. Larry died of a stroke. Shemp died of a heart attack. Curly died of cerebral hemorrhage. Joe Besser heart failure, and Curly Joe pneumonia. Holy cow! Well, that well, that and they never really got the credit or money they deserved. 
I always kind of get the shaft. And Curly so. Joe, of all people. Curly Joe and Joe Besser, those two outlived all the other ones by years. Bob Jones didn't even make it out of the 70s. Wow. Well, how about that? I just want to watch like a marathon. Shemp Howard, born March 11th, 1895. You realize that we are going to show if we ever have children. We'll show some kids, even if they're not ours. And they will be entertained by a man who was born before both world wars, before, I mean, automobiles, before the airplane. (laughs) Exactly. What, what, what's crazy that, is though. you can find you can find footage on their mobile phones of this people. But yeah. yeah, it's time for me to hit the bed, fellas. American television personality Steve Allen went on record in the mid '80s saying, "Though they never achieved widespread critical acclaim, they achieved exactly what they had always intended to do: they made people laugh." Ooh, yeah. What could be said about the Fuzz and Travis show? <laughs> exactly. That quote could be exactly pinned to the Fuzz and Travis show. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, I guess Don, we've come to that you. point in time. Shall Great we, show, um, guys. I enjoyed it. I always very feel much like so. leave somebody out, but I think that's the I think that's the point of a Hall of Fame, is it not? You leave them wanting more. Always leave them wanting yeah. more. Always, I'm already looking well, forward Travis, to next year's show. Cannot wait. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a year to think about it. So we got some time to get those lists together. The ever growing Hall of Fame. Uh now, Travis, should we announce our little wrestling uh, gimmick that we're talking about doing? Uh, maybe we should hold off and, and make sure we've got hold our off. P's and Q's. But the summer's coming, and so just get ready, means, fellas. There's going to be some more Fuzz and Travis uh, coming at you. Coming at you. Just throw that out there. Coming uh, at you. Of course, let this be a sign dot com. Uh, check out the Facebook page. We've been adding tons of funny uh, videos and pictures and stuff up there lately. Uh, the Twitter, of course, at Fuzz and Travis. That's Fuzz with three Z's. Facebook.com slash Fuzz and Travis. And uh, anything else, Travis? That's it, boss. Let's turn him loose. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Berry. Sweet little Chuck They're really rocking in Boston. One by one.